I, I lost. <laughs> oh, God, who's going to win at that? Yeah, and then uh, and then I told one of the older guys at the cricket club, and he was like, "Huh, oh, you got the old chicken dance." <laughs> 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 Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about sobers we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming-of-age towers. Oh, we have a very special returning guest today, the king of the young guns. (laughs) (laughs) One of the best cricketers Sydney comedy has ever seen. It's Billy Darcy. How are you, mate? Thank you, lads, for having me. That was, I haven't been called king of the young guns (laughs) since the last time you were on. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I can tell my reputation on this pod is frozen in time from when... (laughs) Jamie stopped doing stand-up. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah. him, oh, I'll always be the king of the young guns. <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting for that tour announcement again. <laughs> Five white guys coming to a town near you. <laughs> we actually really got under the nose with that tour because we did that, all the lads. Five straight white guys, maybe seven of us on a bus. And then it was great. Everyone loved it. Everyone wanted to hear about it. We were the talk of the town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like three months later, another group of lads did it and... They were just torn to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> they were basically a hate crime on wheels. So at that you point, just snuck in the door. We, we were the last ones. At that point as well, you see the piece of paper that says Young Guns 2, Young Gun Harder, and just sadly cross <laughs> it out. And you're like, oh. Yeah, we're going to need a, a female Indian Young Gun. Head of it, you're out, buddy. <laughs> we're here. We're, we're, we're popping over the, uh, the uh, other side of the world, over to the, the mother country. We're hitting England. We're hitting the north of England, to be oh, specific. Oh, look at that. Homer so Rugby League. Homer Rugby League, yep. North Wit? Northwich. 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 Yeah, not to be confused with Norwich. Norwich, mm-hmm. yeah. Different, uh, different place. But yeah, it's a town outside of Manchester. It's like smack bang in the middle of Manchester and Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hard, sort of a hard-nosed town in like a nice area. And um, and you went over there for, was it gap year? Was it cricket stuff? What were you doing? I played a year of cricket over there. Yeah. So I was the overseas pro. <laughs> <laughs> the ringer. Yeah. That, that and how old were you? Uh, 19. Right, Did okay. you get but scouted? No. So it sounds so cool to be the overseas pro. Firstly, you're overseas and you're a pro. <laughs> I mean, anyone would love to be just one of those things. Yeah, yeah. sure. And But really, anyone who's mildly good at cricket can do it. And uh, basically, they just pay for your airfare and accommodation and set you up over there. And it's sick, Fuck and nice. it, it's pretty unreal. But yeah, it was kind of a rough town, and uh, there was a, there was a bit going on. I was I lived right in the middle of the town, so like really classic like ta- like the there was a Weatherspoons across the road, mm-hmm. and then the, the the other pub across the road was like uh, they were not open the whole time I was there because of too much violence. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> All right. The Nordic Green Dragon, club. yeah, right. Wow. Yeah, no, sorry, the Green Dragon was still open. The Roebuck was banned for violence. Yeah. And you're dumb and young in this team, right? Like you're 19. Are you playing with like, are they all 30 year old blokes or was it? A no, young there team? was a there was a group of like 22 year old blokes I knocked around with, mm, okay. and it was pretty sweet. Like I lived with one of them, and like every week we would just go to the grocery store, and he'd just say, "Get whatever you want," and the club would just pay for it. Holy fuck! But I was 19, so I was like, dude, I put on a lot of weight over there. <laughs> <laughs> really? Fat I, was Billy. Like, I was just like frozen pizzas, <laughs> like it was great. Yeah, yeah, and pub food doesn't help either. I and should. pub food. It was my first time where it's like no one was really keeping an eye on my habits. <laughs> And then I actually got called fat at the club launch for my for Manly back in Sydney when they announced me in the team. The guy was like, oh, Billy Darcy's back. Looks like he's been in a good paddock. <laughs> <laughs> and 
to be honest, I'll come. I was rattled to the core by that. <laughs> really? Because no one had said anything before that. Oh, and then the first you... time it's brought up was in front of like 200 people. Yeah. Oh. Ouch. That's got to hurt. It was Damn. brutal. And, and so did you like, is he... Is the intent they're paying for it? Like you got to perform. Is there a little bit of come on, mate? We pay for your affairs. Yeah, there's stop a lot being of those fucking frozen. Pieces. Yeah, eye on the ball here. You know. Well, there's a lot of that. Yeah, and here's the thing. First game, hundred. Oh, okay. so it's high fives. It's yeah. free beers. <laughs> it's, it's he's the next Bradman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What me thought? Were you nervous because you you said you're the young pro and you're walking into guys that are three years older than you? Were you expecting them to be like fucking? You better turn up, Billy. Like. You're the guy that's been brought over. You're getting all this shit for free, or were they just kind of like welcoming and then? No, you- the the young guys just wanted the like the banter. You were just like a novelty of the yeah. club, yeah. Because like anything they were doing, it's like, oh, let's take Bill, yeah. And I'm like 19. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is that? And they're like, it's a post box bill. Like, and I was just <laughs> like taking photos, just going <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> like I've only been to New Zealand before that on another cricket tour, so I wasn't exactly. Worldly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, especially, and I was from Manly on the northern beaches of Sydney. So it's like the insular peninsula, never even met a brown person. Like it was a real culture shock over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they were loving it. But then I did go on a form slump for a couple of months. <laughs> after a couple Directly of- Directly after the 100? No, there was a, it was a good start. Yeah, okay. Coincided with the pizza intake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Scales. The, basically the first month, I'm killing it. Yeah. Arrogance set in, <laughs> okay? All of a sudden, you stop remembering people's names. You're expecting the beers to be free. You forgot why they were free. Yeah, right. And then, yeah, I didn't get a run for about two months. And all of a sudden, there, it wasn't the young guys. They didn't give a fuck. The old guys were yeah. filthy. Like the old club officials, like the 60-year-olds. All of a sudden, they're just looking at you weird and they won't talk to you. You lived a 20-year sporting career over about a month and a half, it sounds like. Yeah, kind of. Reliving and, the glory days. Well, it got to the point where we were actually like in the relegation zone. <laughs> and it's like, mate, if you fly some stupid prick over from another country to be good at this sport and your team gets relegated, <laughs> I mean, is there a bigger waste of money on the planet? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't know what it was, lads, but something about the relegation zone really fired me up. Oh, oh, really? All of a sudden it was... Montage it, style. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. time. You're so then the I was pocket. back in the runs. Back in the nets, nice. hitting some runs. Yeah, so it was really quite a pathetic display of just, just the emotions of a 19-year-old man in that success. I got it. I immediately abused it. <laughs> I've stopped doing everything that got me the success. I thought I was the man. Then I went off a cliff. And then once I was humbled beyond belief at rock bottom, about to be relegated, then I was back. Fuck yeah. The redemption the story. Yeah. I mean, if I fell in... And I did fall in love with a girl, but I mean, we've got a borderline rom-com here, lads. Like, <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is great. Dude, if Disney got their hands on this, oh my know. God. Jesus Christ. Who was so, the girl? Uh, it was this chick, Becky. Yeah, Becky. Yeah, and I still follow her on Instagram, and she's like, uh, not married now, but she's like five years in with a guy. Yeah, she's so, pretty happy. She's oh, yeah, she's very happy. <laughs> I think I heard he turns up for the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> You're occasionally sending her like stand up reels and yeah. stuff, yeah. being like, "Hey," <laughs> she's sending back like him hitting cricket balls. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he Don't doesn't like look this. that solid. <laughs> <laughs> so you said it was a bit of a rough town, but it, it's quite a. Is it not a, a rich like county, but like maybe a rough town in a rich county? That's exactly what it is. So yeah. a lot of the EPL players lived in a town over uh, Nutsford, and that was a really rich town, like four mil four million pound like old manors, 
beautiful. But then Northwich was like a working class mm, town. Mm. They had like a salt mine. Mm. It was it was grim. Like and it was just like I saw one night a guy got kicked out and it was hilarious, right? Because he like was resisting the kick out. Yeah. And this was very high in my playbook when I was nineteen as well. You know, only cowards went quietly. Yeah. And <laughs> dude, I tell you what, it really scared the fuck out of me actually. Like the guy, I was like, Haha, see you later, loser. Like yeah. like laughing. And then I walked out like 20 minutes later and there was like a pool of blood like an inch deep. Holy fuck. They had bo- both the bouncers had gotten him and thrown him head first into a brick wall as hard as they could. <laughs> right. And there was an ambulance and police and stuff. And it was like that sort of a town. Like I had to run home a couple of times because yeah. guys would just threaten to beat the fuck out of me. Good Lord. God damn. Is that because you used to do a bit about getting head butted on the dance floor? Was that from that? Yeah, so that was in that town. Yeah. It was actually in Warrington, which was like two towns over and is like the spiritual home of rugby league in England. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean, it was just like a classic example of fuck around and find out. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was this guy, AB, at the cricket club who yeah. was massive. And I took a lot of energy from him as far as like when AB was around, I was a cunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you ever, did you guys ever had something oh, like that? Absolutely. So many people. Yeah. yeah. And so basically I just thought I was invincible and this guy was like sort of, this guy pushed me and he was like six foot four, bald, just jacked. And he pushed me and I was like, I sort of pushed him. I was like, what the fuck? And I'm thinking, here comes 30, 30 <laughs> seconds of jersey punches or whatever before AB splits it up. <laughs> <laughs> and, mate, this guy didn't say anything. He just grabbed my collar and just bang, oh, fuck. straight on the nose. Jesus. Holy moly. Yeah, and it turned out to be one of my first bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah really? I remember it. Remember you it. knocked so, out or you just sort of... No, no, it wasn't too bad. No, it was fine. Did AB no, come no in at any point and, or was he just like, let that be a lesson to your bill? I don't think AB was even there. <laughs> <laughs> so you were just running on yeah. him being like a spirit on your shoulder. Yeah, like this is how delusional I was. Like, <laughs> I just got a hundred runs. AB will come to Warrington. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then like yeah. someone tapped me on the shoulder. They're like, Bill, that hundred was four months ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did, because it does sound like a bit of a rough town. I did see an article in uh, nearby in um, Daresbury, but uh, you're 10 minutes away. But uh, Cheshire Police called to Daresbury Park Hotel um, after fighting erupted between about 50 guests at a wedding reception, nice. right? So a group of men involved in the wedding brawl saw areas of the hotel completely destroyed, 45 minutes wrecking spree, and uh, they threw chairs, tables, glasses, one another, coat stands. Here's the names. I'll go through the names. This is at the wedding. Uh, the following men have been charged. John Stokes, John Stephen Stokes, <laughs> Stephen Stokes, <laughs> Brian Stokes, <laughs> Edward Stokes, <laughs> Edward William Stokes, Edward Joseph Stokes, Thomas Stokes, Terry Stokes, Michael Stokes, and Robert Riley. <laughs> oh, <what's that? laughs> was it Riley so, B. Stokes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it Riley B. Oh, so, brackets, Robert Riley has hands. <laughs> yeah. he, he was just, there was a line of Stokes men. Like the end of the one. Yeah, it was like an action movie, yeah. So, have a look at these fucking heads on them. Have a look at them. Yeah, yeah there's the a lot of that. Boys. Classic Stokes heads. A couple yeah. of them. One of them got really towed up. I'm mean, going to see this this fella here, Steve. Yeah, uh, yeah really knocked up. But there's CC, There's no footage available, but the court did read out some of them. Uh, Michael Stokes. Footage showed Michael was throwing chairs 
He threw more than 10 glasses across the room before leaving the room, coming back with more glasses <laughs> and more chairs to throw. He apparently threw so many chairs, he dislocated his shoulder. Jesus. 56-year-old Michael Stokes. John Stokes, 23. Um, he had a fire extinguisher and he was running around. He pulled down a display through a metal bin. He was seen carrying a fire extinguisher and a coat rack around him. Pointing at shouting at people with a coat rack. Um, John Stevens, this, is, this one was great. Um, John Stevens was filmed walking around um, carrying a pole. At one point, he receives an injury to his head. He takes off his wet, his vest, wraps it around his head to stop the bleeding, and continues bare chest. Fuck yes. <laughs> oh, that's so the, a power up. That's yeah. a massive big He'd move. be swinging even harder with <laughs> yeah, bare yeah, chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be dislocating both shots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Edward Joseph, 21, cam- cameras captured him carrying two fire extinguishers around trying to swing them around and hit people with them. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> 45 minutes, the cops came to try to break it up and the cops realised they're outnumbered so they sat out the front waiting for backup while they just kept yeah, going. Just waiting, for, waiting to tucker themselves out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Throw all their shoulders out. That's so funny, he's got two fire extinguishers, just like nunchucks. Yeah, yeah. That, around and like. he was 21-year-old little 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 dude. So yeah. anyway, that, I mean, it, uh, I think they're all fighting each other. Um, which is even funnier to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was quite chavvy in yeah, parts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know that, like, just a lot of, a lot of. Uh, there was a lot of kids where it was like, oh, they're just ragamuffin teens. But then it was like, no, these are legitimate criminals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there was a there was a bit of the old like cross the road or like hide under a bridge on the way home because I can't fight at all. Yeah. I, c- I couldn't fight even less then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was just a lot of like old school English stuff where like. You would say something to a guy or some guy at the pub would say something to you and you're like, is that a threat or like a friendly thing? Yeah. You didn't really that know. That is terrifying. Because that like, and also because you said there's a lot of chaps, like aren't they like 12 years old in the pub drinking beer? Isn't that it's just like no, they do not give a shit about limit no. of alcohol? No. I remember a couple of times um, I was like 19, but I was like meet people at the pub and they would just be like 16. And I would just be looking over my shoulder, but like, there's just one bartender. There's no security. It's more like a cafe that's serving grog. Yeah, like, it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't feel like. And also, everyone smokes at like twelve over there, mm. so everyone's smoking already. And it's just sort of like there's they sell beer at Tesco. Like at everything's just very accessible. There's no, <laughs> there's no really IDing going on. But then when you went to a nightclub, they were like, "Where are your dress shoes?" <laughs> and it's like there was an eleven-year-old in the last pub. <laughs> sorry, sorry, are these Converse not good enough? <laughs> He's got fucking like dress rollies. He's fucking yeah. rolling straight. Yeah, past. Um, I got a similar bloke just in the same vein as yours, Al, and um, what you're saying, Bill. This is a, a local called Craig Howman. Um, 31 years old. He's a tradie, you know, nothing wrong with that. Um, couple of red flags early. He's a, also a bodybuilder and wannabe influencer. Okay. So he's starting to piece that sort of character together. Sure. I think every bodybuilder is a wannabe I influencer. Guess, yeah, yeah, or at least you should be. I can almost <laughs> guarantee, just by looking at this guy, I'll show you a photo later, but he's he's tried his hand at DJing and fucking crypto investment. Like He's, he's oh, one yeah. of these blokes. He's, he's on Sydney Open Mic, you know. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's going to be on this. When's Tudor back? <laughs> <laughs> but he's the kind of guy who's like, when's Tudor back? I've got material that is a bit edgy. Yeah. You remember the, those yeah. cunts on there who would be like, I can't wait to try. I don't know if you guys are cool with a bit of a harder material and you're like, you're going to fail, man. Yeah. yeah, same guy and he messages fucking cactus juice every like two months. <laughs> um, another massive red flag is that he's been banned from every single pub in Northwich. 
Oh wow! Which I love. Anytime someone gets banned from every, every pub, pub, you know that there's because like there's no there's not electronic linking between those pubs. I no, imagine they're no. all writing them down on paper. Yeah. every single one. Yeah, but everyone like the pubs are so close to each other there that like you could call out the they window. Could, you could just yell out the window like don't let Craig in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Craig is in a mood. <laughs> well, um, yeah, man, he must have been in a couple of moods because not only is he banned from every pub in Northwich, but he's banned in uh, the neighbouring postcode. Which contains Hartford, Cuttington, Winnington, Barnton, and Delamere. <laughs> um, I got on the loudspeaker. So this is uh, the opening line to the article that I read, um, which fucking tickled me. Craig Howman, 31, became known as public nuisance number one <laughs> in his hometown due to his lager lout binges. <laughs> Jesus. Very English. Um, and some of these blokes, when you when you do see these like absolute fucking menaces, some of them do walk that fine line between being, you know, a little bit too cheeky for this world, which I love. Or just a full-on fucking Gronk, which is probably more where Craig is. Um, he's he's very Clint Dog. Yeah, okay. Um, so I don't know if you know this bloke, Clint Dog from Newcastle. Uh, any listeners, if you want the dirt on Clint DJ, Dog. DJ, bodybuilder. Yeah. Pest. Check out our very first Public episode. Public nuisance, number one. Alex's. Check him out on Twitter. If you want to have a look at Clint Dog, just search <laughs> Clint Dog Twitter and see every take. Just about every social take. I can tell you, if you told me what, you know, something's going on, I'll be like, oh, this is Clint Dog's take is. Oh, he's <laughs> one of these guys where you could tell. You can just yeah. bloody yeah. tell yeah. every single thing. He's, he's, yeah, anyway. Craig's escapades, they start in 2018. And that's when he gets his first CBO, which is a criminal behavior order. After being in contact with police 19 times in one year alone, uh, majority of the offenses relating to drugs and alcohol. Um, so that was the one that got him barred from every pub in the area. So he's obviously been a menace. So 19 arrests, they go, we're probably going to have to suspend him. <laughs> 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 mate, was 19 times. <laughs> it did oh take a while. God. So 18, they're like, all right, mate, look, you're on your last legs. <laughs> 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 oh, um, uh, so he regularly breached that, uh, obviously. 2021, he was given a suspended sentence after he wandered into the heart of Hartford pub whilst drunk. And began accosting regulars. Accosting, um, yeah. Like, you know, accosting well, is such a friendly way to say like doing some real totally. Shit. And it, you exactly. know what it is? It's a bit of a spectrum as well because you can accost someone by just like talking to them a bit aggressively or grabbing them and probably hurling them into a wall. Yeah, or they're all sexually harassing them or poking them. Like yeah, this, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. Um, the judge. They, the judge actually gave him a chance after this one. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you, buddy. Saying, well, we better round it up to 20. Yeah. Well, the judge just read the word accost and was like, that could mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is a, this is a blatant hit job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a judge. I can't read. Um, so the judge gave him a chance after, the, after Craig claimed he got confused about the um, criminal behavior order because he said the pub was, he thought it was more of a cafe. Which actually kind of makes sense. I you told just, uh, you did say that the vibe in these pubs <laughs> is just like <laughs> I read that. And, I read that and laugh my ass. I'm thinking, what a stupid excuse. And then the second you said that, I was like, oh fuck, all right. Yeah, I'm but you also that. shouldn't be putting people in headlocks in a cafe. <laughs> 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 like you can't be like giving someone a noogie <laughs> at twelve o'clock. <laughs> um, a couple of his other like just highlight reels. He once had to be overpowered by police with riot gas after officers were called to a fight in a pub. Overpowered. tear gas at that using. Is this a one man riot? Yes. It sounds like Mr. Riley fucking taking on the Stokes clan. Yeah. These two team up. It's over for this town. 
Um, These cops need to be shot, by the way. They can't. They can't deal with one stupid family or what. Just, even just one dude, <laughs> apparently. Dude, I love a guy who has like no martial arts training, but he's just got so much cunt in him that it doesn't matter. In one incident, he drunkenly abused staff at McDonald's uh, at lunchtime, saying, "Hurry up! You're bad at your job. Um, fuck off and get off fucking grip." Uh, when officers attended. <laughs> This, guy, this, this is to like probably a 12 year old boy. Yeah, this guy needs. When officers sleep. attended, mind you, this is lunchtime. When officers attended, he was found asleep in the toilet. He's <laughs> <laughs> tough it out, you know? I, lo- I love saying fuck off, but then also continuing to wait for the meal. <laughs> fuck off. Hurry up. Fuck off. Um, and then, of course, the inevitable he like slapped a woman on the butt and he's a bit of a piece of shit. But get a load of this dude's. This is you. You mentioned it's the home of rugby league. Have have you ever seen a more rugby league head than this fucking bloke? Oh, oh that yeah. is rugby league. That's beautiful. Look at it, size of the neck, just everything about it. it looks they're like they're one big of these. boys up north as well. Yeah, they got like yeah. It's they're like white, but they're hey, like. Do you think he's white. got a fake name? He's under a fake <laughs> name. Fucking looks like this fruit. Yeah, they're all like, yeah, they're all big humans. It's, you know, it's a little bit Green Street hooligany. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. You know, like, they're all big like Elijah Wood. <laughs> He's the right. biggest bloke three. That's three. three. That's three, Drewy. You have to leave the room now, actually. Time in the bin. <laughs> but they also, there was a lot of the, um, I don't know how to describe these tattoos, but like, kind of almost like uh, Drew's, but like, you know those faded English gang tattoos? Yeah. You know what I mean, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like a lot of old blokes had them in the pubs mm. up there. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I don't Ones know. where it's like. It's like they're faded on purpose. Or they're not done well. It's, it's, it's the, you're talking about like the fed, like they are colourful tattoos. Yeah. They're quite fed. Yeah. You yeah. see a ton of cunts with beer bellies in London rocking those. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's not bikey stuff. It's just generally, I, think it's I like just this like tat. Also it's that these guys probably got like tattoos in the 70s and then aged right. 30 years in real time and 60 years worth of beer drinking. Mm. Yeah. So we're somewhere between 40 and 200 years old. Right. With with a weird colourful fucking tribal yeah. tat sort of thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it might be some gang shit as well. I don't know. Because I b- imagine that like if there if there's a r- anywhere where there's like really rich people and that's working class, it's got to be a lot of drugs that are fed through and a bit of drug money to, you know what I mean? Like I imagine that all the rich million pound houses nearby the people doing cocaine and shit there right so i imagine there's a bit of gangland activity around like the gold coast or anywhere where there's like really really rich people there's always a bit of fucking bikey shit happening you know i'm not sure if i ever mentioned this but my my uncle um like he he's with the first tattoos i ever saw like a bloke get i was probably like eight or nine and like he just went from being like my cool uncle that i really liked because like he got like consoles and stuff early and he always like had money He's a criminal, but like, uh, like he came with, like, I hadn't seen him for like two years and I go and he's like, you want to see something cool? He's got all these tattoos and they're all Looney Tunes characters. So he's got like <laughs> Sylvester, the, he's got like Sylvester the cat, like on his chest and like Tweety Bird on his arm and stuff. Eventually he went to prison. Like he, like th- that's his faded gang tattoo. Yeah, like uh, he's coming yeah, out yeah. like 20 years later with a Sylvester the cat that, the black is a little lighter, you know? Yeah. It's that's either really, really lame or like 
I would be almost put off that that guy's like. Yeah, really do you think if you wander in the prison likely. yard, see him like a bald guy sucking on a Marlboro Red, very skinny, yeah, and he's got a faded Sylvester it's tattoo, you're like, maybe we just shouldn't fuck with yeah. that. Guy. Yeah, it's like when something's so lame, it's like, wait, is this guy hard as fuck? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's got Elmer Fudd on his fucking arm. I'm like, he didn't oh. have Elmer Fudd. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with the other guy with the guns, Yosemite yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's confidence. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I got one other fucking character. Um, just because we talked, you I mean you talked about the one man riot? Um, this fucking blew my mind. 2011. You were it wouldn't have been when when did I you was go? there. 2014. 2014. So a couple of years earlier in the UK, there was a bunch of <clears throat> riots around the UK. I think they kicked off in London, mm. and you know uh, they sort of spread around through all the towns. And um, a young fella called Jordan Blackshaw, 20 years old, he got sentenced to jail. Because he set up a Facebook page calling on people to start rioting in Northwich, right? So he he started a page called Smashdown in Norwich Town, and he invited people to riot on the evening of Wednesday, August tenth, between seven and ten p.m. So he just created this page. I love he's he got a heart out between yeah, seven, yeah, and 10. seven and ten. Seven and ten. Respectful, uh, respectful hours too. <laughs> yeah. You don't want it. You don't want to get a noise complaint yeah. when you're. Burning Come on, guys! It's still a school night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had a location for everyone to meet. Um, he put down behind Mackey's, which the, the article said thought to be the McDonald's restaurant. <laughs> yeah. down, so, so you assume yeah, Mackey's is the And then Black Blackshaw added the first comment on the page saying, "We'll need to get this kicking off all over." So he creates his page, he goes to bed, he wakes up, it's spread around all over fucking wherever. Dude, this is back when like a Facebook group could just get so hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it was just like, oh my God, we could take over the world. <laughs> that Very would be like fucking kind of similar time in a Corey Worthington, right? Because yes. no, a bit after that, Worthington but yeah. Was like yeah. A bit after. Similar. But I mean, he was the OG like Facebook group out of hand. Yeah, the yeah. public Facebook event where yeah. it was just like 4,000 people turned up to a chick's 16th or something. <laughs> yeah. It just goes viral. Wild. So unfortunately for Jordan, um, police attended the designated time No one had shown up, showed up um, And despite pleading it was just a joke Due to all the riots He was sentenced to four years in jail Jesus four, Christ. Years. Right. four years That's a bit fucking he, hard He didn't go And he didn't um, Like he didn't go to the thing He wasn't there And nobody did And no riot happened But he got sentenced to four years in jail Craig got 19 chances Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's unbelievable He must have done a lot of shit before that to get <laughs> No to Here's the thing So I was like What the fuck is this going on So I, But I found this article It's just like a blog post by somebody And it's someone who knows Jordan So this guy, he's like a sort of report, you know, some local guy just writes about the town, but he's like, it's important to state at this point, so he's talking about the whole thing, that I actually come from the area. I went to school with Jordan. The McDonald's behind which he attempted to start this ride is my local McDonald's. At school, Jordan was never a violent lad, and uh, it made me think of Bill in this next line. He was what I'd call a nothing lad. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> a British version it's of a, a background, background lad. lad. So, so this guy, he called a nothing lad, not especially naughty, nor especially intelligent, sporty, musical artist. He's just ragging on this dude. He was the sort of person, and it appears still, who would do something stupid like try to organize a fight at, at lunchtime and no one would turn up. Um, I believe he didn't have any attempt uh, he didn't mean to cause any harm. He wouldn't have done it. Um, he didn't. It wouldn't have turned up if uh, if it had happened. And the real sadness is that nobody responded to the event, and no one told him he was being foolish. So he's just sort of saying we shouldn't. You know, this guy's a fucking loser. Is he this doesn't his know character what he's witness. Yeah, this is just yeah, a guy God. who's just like 
He, well, this is crazy. We're sending him to four year because he's one of the biggest losers that's ever fucking walked the earth. He's and probably never like, even had sex. Yeah, yeah. And, oh. and it will ruin his life. And he needs to help rebuild his community and rebuild his own life. It's just fucking unreal. So this guy's arguing that this. I mean, everyone could argue four years is ridiculous. But it yeah, is got, ridiculous. And on appeal, it held up on appeal. Four years in jail. It held up crazy. on appeal. Held up on appeal. Oh my god. I know they obviously were trying to send a fucking message, but dude, that's the best way to mug someone off. Like just. Just don't even say, like, that person's a piece of shit. Just barely acknowledge their existence. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, this guy has no features of any kind. He's a shapeless beige blob. Like. And, the whole, and he kept stressing, like, no one turned up. No one followed this loser. You know, like, no one wanted to follow this man into battle. He's such a you feckless could, cunt. You, you know? could tell the judge has just gone, I'm going to send you – gonna. my sentence is going to be based on – if you were cool enough to actually pull a crowd. Yeah, 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 okay? yeah. I'm not having the fact that you are a fucking loser <laughs> affect your sentence, okay? If you had any charisma whatsoever, you would have organised a serviceable riot and you'll, you'll be doing the time that that riot would have got you. Oh, man. That's brutal, dude. I know, it is very brutal. One time um, I was at the, the Green Dragon, which was one of the more pubbier pubs in town. And uh, the one thing about the pubs is... They all had uh, like pool teams and they took it really seriously. So like the Green Dragon would play like the, the Weatherspoons in pool, but like they took it really seriously. Mm-hmm. And there's leaderboards and everything. Anyway, one time I was playing the captain of the Green Dragon, which says, uh, uh, it's not cool, but I'm telling you, <laughs> this was huge. <laughs> because, uh, and I was like, I was like 19 and a bit drunk. And we're playing and it's fine. And this guy's like 55 and like kind of a cunt. But um, anyway, everything's sweet. And then sort of I'm getting I'm getting pummeled. And, and they're just bouncing me up. But I'm kind of liking it because like they're just real sketchy old guys. Yeah. Like I'm kind of scared of them. So I'm kind of enjoying just like the, hey, we're all having good fun here. Mm-hmm. Like anyway, and then I just start winning out of nowhere. <laughs> and I'm not that good at pool. Like so I'm not really in control of it. You know, lightning, I'm sort of a vessel for the Lord himself. (laughs) And anyway, so I start winning. And it gets to the point where I'm up to the black ball. And this guy's got one ball left. And then there was this guy at the bar who was always there. And he he would just sit there in complete silence. He didn't talk to anyone. I think he was maybe like mentally disabled. Anyway, so I'm about to take the shot. And the, the old guy who I'm playing, the captain of the Green Dragon, he just goes, chicken dance. And I'm like, what? And this mentally disabled guy whips up and s- comes over and starts like screaming at me like he's a chicken, <laughs> like maybe a, maybe an inch from my face. And then, and he, but the disabled guy is like maybe 35. I'm 19. I'm not. I don't really have the social skills to sort of traverse this situation. And I go, I pull back from the shot. I'm like, mate, what the fuck? Like, and he just looks at me. He goes, take. Your shot. <laughs> and, the, and the guy's just like his spit is hitting me in the oh, eye. Like man. and he's just like bark, 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 like and he's just going nuts. And then like I took the shot and I missed. And I'm like, this is pretty and the, he's just doing this thing like problem, mate? <laughs> problem? Like, <laughs> being like, what? He can't come here and have a beer and dance, mate. Here's pub too, mate. You fucking Australian blow in. Like, you're having a go at him, you're having a go at me? Like, I'm like, no one's having a go at anyone, brother. And then like oh, no. And um, the captain's got minions. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I lost. <laughs> oh, God, who's going to win at that? Yeah, and then uh, and then I told one of the older guys at the cricket club, and he was like, "Huh, oh, 
You got the old chicken dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's the captain's finishing move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, oh, yeah, mate, everyone knows you can't beat Tommy at the Green Dragon, mate. He, <laughs> oh, won't, he won't stand for that. God damn it. Fucking hell. But it was, was just incredible. one of those things where it's like, I guess this is kind of... I couldn't tell if this guy was like a legend for like sort of befriending this disabled guy yeah. or a cunt for just using him for his own purposes. <laughs> like outside of a, a situation where he needed him, they were not boys. No, he's yeah. not. He was walking it. straight past him, like nothing. No <laughs> yeah, high fives. Yeah, yeah, And he just sort of, he was like a sleeper agent, this guy. He must have, but I mean, I feel like that guy loved, he must have loved to get involved, I feel, right? Like it's, oh, he he's only like, whipping that out when he's in stress, right? The captain, you know? Yeah, and the guy doing the chicken dance, he was like, frothing like absolutely <laughs> frothing like he was it wasn't like oh no not the chicken dance he was like whoa like did he get he, the, did he get the wings going did he get the neck going yeah it was full like yeah fuck yeah i yeah, guess yeah, that's yeah. a home court advantage right you know if you played him at another pub he can't pull those moves yeah right? you gotta take him a weather spin yeah yeah <laughs> I, to be honest i don't know if the chicken travels or not he's <laughs> 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 got him in a little case next to his pool cue. yeah <laughs> Dead set, oh, but it was one of those things where you're just like, all right, it's your pub, mate. I get it. I love the 55-year-old guy just walks back to his chair. He's like, oh, yeah, I still got it. And it's like, <laughs> you know, he's just been a 19-year-old kid. Yeah, yeah, using yeah. Like, Dusting his hands being like, and that's why I'm the king of yeah, pool. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, captain. to do a chicken dance in front but of... I think it was one of those tables as well, like, where he did. He just resented the fact I was even playing. Yeah. Mm. Like, when he walked in, I was in the middle of a game, and he's like, what are you doing, mate? It was like that sort of small town Ooh. shit where, like, Mm. Do they do the Jeez. thing? Do they do the coin on the table? That, yeah, they do. That yeah. always intimidates me. Yeah. But really? It'll get me off a pool table straight away because then they sit and watch you and I can't fucking play well. Well, that's, the, just that's the coin me. person's error for me because it intimidates me as well. And I'm not great at pool like Billy. I get worse when there's a crowd. So then that you're like, they put the coin down. You're like, big mistake. This is going to last 50 <laughs> extra minutes yeah, yeah, as yeah. I continually put the white ball in the pocket, miss every single ball. I have walked away from a game before in that situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same. You're like, sorry, dude. Like this was, I'm just trying to fuck this chick. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's nothing more embarrassing than being bad at pool for some reason as well. Like, I don't know why I was supposed, but it's just something so lame about you know, being in yeah. a pub because everyone sort of carries themselves; they can play it a little bit. Well, you should be able to play to a certain extent. Yeah. That's right. But I think it's a middle ground, right? Because there's something lame about not being able to play at all. But I think there's nothing lamer than oh. going to a pub and like a guy being like, "Let's play," and then suddenly he's doing like the S Sander used to do this all the time. Have like that ridiculous stance and then fucking knock the table when it went in. I was like, "All right, mate." Oh, yeah, like, yeah you turn yeah. up your own cue. Yeah, it's like, "All right, mate," you know. Doing chip know. shots and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Behind love the you, back. Love you, Sando. Cool playing pool was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Sando, he's close to an unfollow from me. I'll say that. Why? <laughs> 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 What's he done? Oh, my God. We get it, mate. You've got a girlfriend. <laughs> 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 oh, he's Sando, just jealous. Sando right? running with Judge about you, no. just being like, Billy's kind of a shapeless man, no girlfriend. <laughs> no, Jamie's taken me back to three years ago. I've just realised I haven't seen Sando in about four years. That's actually pretty mean what I've just done there. But <laughs> <laughs> I thought Market Kettle was still running. <laughs> uh, I got something for us, uh, mm -hmm. for, the, for the elite sportsmen in the room, all four of us. Beautiful. Uh, this is about uh, Northwich Victoria, the football team, who... Uh, they oh, yeah. were a professional football team there. I think they were still around when you were there. I think they're still around now. They've been through a lot of strife. But in 1986, they made um, like news around the world for this thing called the Pie and Pints match. 
So basically, they're in the conference, which is the lowest tier of English football. But it's a lot of fun to go watch that stuff. I, I went to a few um, Northwich games. Yeah. yeah, they're great. And um, so basically, they're playing. They're coming like near the bottom-ish, and they're playing the league leaders. And the game's in like two days. Only problem is Northwich, uh, Victoria, they have a flu outbreak and injury. So they only have eight first-team players available out of the total 11. No substitutes, no youth team members. They've just got the eight. And so this guy, uh, so this guy Derek Nuttall, he's the chair. He was the chairman of Northwich in '86, and he was like, "It was a tremendous thing, but it was a serious thing. The club would have been censured if we hadn't put out a full team. So they would have got in trouble from the league for not being able to field a team. Probably would have attracted a fine." So in the week before the game, the manager of Northwich, who used to play for Man United, he tried to get the game postponed. He went to the league and said, "Like, there's been a flu outbreak. There's nothing we can do." And the chairman of the league was this bloke called Jim Thompson, who was also the chairman of the team they were playing against. Oh, so he was like, uh, bit of so a he was like, there, Jeff, so he was boy, like, yeah, we're not on. fucking postponing the game, mate. Like you've Maybe got to play us. What is the flu? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they said they, they had a fiery conversation about it, but in the end, this guy refused to call the game off. And then, um, Basically, the manager, he planned to start the game with eight players. So he was going to play three players down. Against and that's legal, team. right? Yeah, yeah. Because you know, it's, I think to get minimum is to like, get abandoned, you have to have five players sent off. So I think you can go down to six before they call the whole game. Hearing about this town, that's probably not uncommon either. For what, them to get. what formation would you play with eight players? <laughs> I'm, I'm playing 4-3. We parked the bus. <laughs> yeah, I reckon 8-0. Oh, right. <laughs> But um, so basically, he was gonna he was gonna play the game with eight players. The manager tells the chairman, this Nuttall bloke, about two p.m. an hour before kickoff, and Nuttall, the chairman, is like, "What the fuck? No, we can't do that. We'll get we'll get our asses kicked. Eight players against eleven. He says it would have been a disaster. So he goes into the social club and bar that's a part of the club. Grabs chicken, man. Goes into the <laughs> yeah. Goes into the lounge where everyone's having I a drink. Eight <laughs> And a pie, and he goes, would anyone like a game of football? Oh, man. And just talks to all the people in the bar. And then he said, <laughs> like, at first they're like, what do you fucking talk about? He explains that he's serious. And then he got three people, three <laughs> fans of Northwich who were just there having a beer. Every middle-aged man has thought about this <laughs> scenario. Drew's <laughs> <laughs> waiting for the Raiders. I, so I, I, had, I had beers with Freddie the other day, and I was adamant that I could score a goal for England. I know. With that service? Like, I could score at least a penalty. And I was there and Freddie's like, Jamie, that's ridiculous. <laughs> if someone, <laughs> if Raheem Sterling whips across into Jamie. me, I think I could finish it off. That is a move. That's a, that's a real fucking straight to DVD movie. Is Jamie getting yeah. called up for England in the world? But also, everyone wants to be the hero, but when you get the call up, who wants a game of football? You immediately think, oh, right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I just had a beer. I'm fucking, you know, I don't know about this So one. basically, he gets three takers. One of them has to go home for their boots. One of them has the boots in a car. And another man... Uh, <laughs> So, and they got another guy. The other one's wearing them. Yeah, another one had them. The other man was a young Cristiano Ronaldo. (laughs) (laughs) 
And of course, like they ask the guys what position they play, and one of the guys is like, "Well, I'm a centre forward. He oh, wants yeah. to be the striker. Oh, he wants number to... nine, mate. Yeah, 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 we yeah. got four strikers, dude. Yeah, like, we we need like, eight defenders." And he's like, "I only play up front." My guy for the pub is just like, "Hit my feet and get out of my way." <laughs> I'm taking penalties. Yeah. So basically, they get these three guys. The secretary of the club faxes off the paperwork to register the players because you can do it up to an hour before the oh, game. Is, they I mean, get it happening. The match goes ahead. Uh, so uh, Steve Garnett, Mark Fogg, and Rick Parkin all played. And one of them had already had two pints and a pork pie and just went out and played 90 minutes against the Conference League leaders. And he said that apparently the team played tremendously. They had an ex-Man United winger. So the instructions for the three new lads are, when you get the ball, give it to Gordon Hill. You look so, you it know, up and you're like, X-Man United winger, or do I pass to Mr. Two Pints and a Pork Pie? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> which way am I going here? So uh, they, they, it says that the three guys did a decent impression of professional footballers. <laughs> they played okay. You wouldn't really have known that they weren't professionals. A couple of them had played amateur football. They were so happy to be playing for the team they support, and they raised their game. So they're playing the league leaders. The match ends 1-1. Oh, my God. Whoa. Yeah. So this is hugely embarrassing for the chairman who also is like, well, if we can't call the game off, we're going to destroy you. Yeah, And then yeah, they yeah. lose to a guy that's had two pints and a pork pie. Imagine um, being in the team and just being a normally like a normal player who played and then you're like centre back and your your other centre back is a fucking bum from the pub who's <laughs> half slossed and he's like as good as you. Yeah. And like, he's got toilet you, paper coming yeah, off his boot. You just give it up then, you know what I mean? Imagine if one of the guys from the pub like gave you a rocket. You have like a sloppy touch. He's like, Bill, where's your head? <laughs> Fuck it pork I mean, face. I can see Freddie doing that, like getting into it and being like, mark the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so basically that game became known as the Pie and Pints match and was so famous that it got covered in New Zealand and appeared on the Los Angeles Times in the sports section about a little English team that fielded three fans. So if there's any professional football clubs in Australia that want three <laughs> guys who play futsal once or twice a week, Communion Sport is here, baby. But then, uh, so basically after this, like, Fun little story. Northwich falls on pretty tough times. Their ground, like, it's one of the world's oldest football grounds, Drill Field. Yeah, I've been there, yeah. Yeah, so it was meant to be really cool, but basically, due to financial difficulties, sold off to make way for a new stadium, dug up, planned to be apartments. New owners helped with a new stadium, but then they run into money problems, and they sold the team to a Manchester go-kart franchise owner <laughs> named Jim Rush. So fans hated this bloke. And Jim Rush, did you say? Jim Rush. Oh, that's his fucking He just wanted his yeah. go-kart company on a jersey. That's all he wanted. Yeah. These guys hated him. It's hardly like Saudi oil billionaire guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> These guys hated him so much. This might have happened just before. After you left, they hated him so much that the fans and like the players associated it with it formed a breakaway club called 1874 Northwich. And then to top it all off, in 2015, this guy Jim Rush he gets done for importing like more than a kilo of cocaine of 83% purity and gets sentenced in, in to a six shipment years. of go karts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he gets sentenced to six years in prison. It doesn't say if it was his 20th chance or not, but yeah, there's. 
the chairman eventually went down with like a bunch of other people. And why did uh, they hate him? Was it just the vibe? They hated him because like he promised to buy all this new stuff and ran out of money pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. And like, he's like, well, guys, come and ride the go-karts. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a new forward or not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, retire all the go-karts. Yeah, when I, was, um, when I was there, I followed Witten Albion, who was another local team. But uh, Northwich, uh, 1874, and, and uh, Northwich, I think AFC was the other one when I was there. But they were like, it was like, Bad blood. Mm. It was yeah. like not chill. Damn. Yeah, and did have to separate the fans. No, kind of I, I think one of them was in like the Evo stick, and one of them was still in the conference. But it was so exciting over there because you're like fucking hell. On paper, your team could get into like League Two. Yeah, and it was really a difference of like a hundred grand. Like this go kart cunt. Like if you had a good owner who came in and like upgraded the stadium and spent some money on players. It would like revitalize the whole town. Yeah, mm. right. Because right. all of a sudden everyone's following the team. Yeah. It's so exciting. Yeah. And a lot of uh, some clubs would get promoted, but they couldn't go up because you have to upgrade your stadium at a certain league or um, pay for a certain amount of infrastructure. So it's a money game. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, maybe that's what the cocaine was. That, about. Well, that was one of the problems with Drill Field <laughs> is that they couldn't. The, the money problems, they didn't have enough capacity to be part of the above league. And then like two years later, they reduced it again. So they could have been at the whole time. But at that point, they had dug it up and started. It is crazy that like, because there's nothing stopping you making a club in England and then just being in the Premier League 30 years later. Like it, there's, it's just one big, long like elevator up the top. If you can keep getting promoted, you can be like a Tim Pot club and then be playing. Yeah. 100%. You know what I mean? Like it's the same pyramid. So it is pretty cool to think about it. It's very How many cool. people would go to the games, do you reckon? Uh, Witten Albion, maybe like three, 4,000. Jeez. That's like an NRL crowd. crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dead set. But it's like the stadium's not like, there's only like a small stand and stuff. Yeah. 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 But it was cool. Yeah. And, yeah. Everyone and it's just sort of something where everyone would just pop down there. Like, you you know, the because some of the towns aren't even that fucking big, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just like a fun thing to do. But like, I don't know. I couldn't really like relate to it, but. Some of my mates, they were like diehard Witten mm. fans. Like they were like Witten Albion was their club, and then they're like, and I follow Liverpool. Yeah. But it was like Witten was their club. Wow. So, really? Yeah. That's so it's true. a different vibe over there. Um, which we got to get you home, Kirky. So should we wrap the last two? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay, Bill. So if someone says, "I'm going down to Northwich, Bill, and I want to spend a day there. I want to experience everything Northwich has to offer. I need something to do morning, afternoon, and night. What do you tell them to do?" Okay, mate. Firstly. Go to Spoons for breakfast. They serve it till 12. Spoons. When I was there, the big breakfast was two quid. <laughs> Fuck yes. Off. And I was a real piece of shit. I used to roll in at like 11.57 and order a big <laughs> breakfast. And this sort of, I got quite fat. Yeah. And anyway, and then after that, I hope you didn't eat too much because we're going to the salt museum. <laughs> <laughs> I told you there was that salt mine. Yeah, Drew, yeah. he was going to bring I it up. I had a bunch of research. I talked him out of it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> anyway, so there's the salt museum mm -hmm. and- um, that so that's, I mean, could be your whole day there. But let's let's we'll do two hours at the Salt Museum. Tell we'll, us what's in the Salt Museum. What is there to see? Put more salt in the big breakfast than the whole museum. Yeah, no, there was. Well, it's a lot about uh, how they mined it, and also they transported it via canals. I had, that was my other bit of research. <laughs> That's the driest historical shit. And these guys like, Billy will hate it. I, like, I said, I will hate it. Fucking <laughs> salt. <laughs> but just, well, quickly, because it was a salt area in the Roman time. Like, Rome Rome had a salt mine in this fucking town from way you. back when. Yeah. Right. And then they, in the, I think it was the 19th century, they changed how they mined it. They used to just chip blocks of it off. And then they found out if you just pressure hose the fuck out of it and then evaporate it later, it was like, 
more efficient. What they didn't realize is that they just pressure hose the fuck out of all this salt and then the town just started sinking. So there's like all these sinky oh, buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they just got rid of all the fuck. fucking... If you don't have confidence in your idea, how will anyone else? Uh, well, I was already fucking striking for three. I did. <laughs> <laughs> He's on three strikes and he looks at salt mine, question mark. That's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So salt mine's your lunch. You're, you're checking that at the museum. What, what's your, where yep. are you having, you got you to end in a bang, right? Where are you going? Yeah, and then after that, uh, it'll be back to spoons. <laughs> okay, <laughs> for a big lunch. They would do these hot dogs Early that were like thirty centimeters long. Good oh Lord. yeah, I like that. Yeah, and yeah. Is spoons a pub or is it just a food? So Weather Spoons is like a chain of pubs, but it, um, pub. it was actually called the Black Penny or the Penny Black, but everyone just called it Spoons. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a pub. It was it's a pub. Yeah, and then uh, after that, we would go to Keyside. Mm. Okay, which was kind of like the dingy sort of high school pub across the road. They did uh, two two quid drinks on Thursdays. And then after that, down the very end was a nightclub. I can't remember what it was called. It was absolutely disgusting. And there it was like, there was really nothing, there's nothing good there. (laughs) You go in there for one drink. They had like uh, literally like a big W laser thing. (laughs) And it would just be like, you know, like the lasers where they put like stars on children's bedrooms. They would have one of those going and some like just ketamine hound DJing. Um, and then Were after, people doing shots of Sambuca? That seems to be an English was, thing. Yeah, there was a lot of Sambuca. There was a lot of um, like the bright green and red ones, mm-hmm. whatever they were. Yeah, Midori. Right, yeah. yeah Midori, Midori. And anyway, um, so then you'd end up there at about 1 a.m. And then after you leave, do not mill around that area. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I ran home from there from a couple of times. and um, So you're never there till last last drinks or last song or anything like that? Isn't there um, a famous last song? Yeah, Robbie Williams. Yeah, Angels. Yeah, yeah, yeah they love that song. I just remember my last time I was outside there, I remember my mate could roll cigarettes backwards. So, something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then there was just a wicked takeaway on the way home. Oh, yeah. So, and it's, English takeaways are so much better than ours because, like, yeah. it's pretty much you can just do whatever you want. You're like, mate, we're going to get some kebab meat, we're going to get some chips, we're going to get some gravy. You're gonna get a bun, then we're gonna get like some tikka masala, yeah, and just really thing, follow yeah. your heart from there, <laughs> yeah. and you just have the filthiest takeout ever. And I got to make sure I get my sodium intake for the day, so <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> and then, uh, and and welcome to Northwich. You now have gout. <laughs> Beautiful day. Fucking what a day! And then hopefully wake up in the morning in bat a hundred for fucking Northwich yeah. County Cricket or whatever they fucking. Yeah, pr- pretty much. I played for uh, Winnington Park. Winnington Park. Yeah. Up, yeah, the park. up the, up park. the park. Up the park. Good on him. All, All right. right. What do we got? Oh, well, the last question doesn't really apply as much, but let's just say, Billy, you've ascended to What the about home. instead of moving there, we say, would you ever play for the cricket yeah, team? Yeah, would you play for the cricket team again? If they if they gave you the call, you're, another you're year, two points. Another you're, season. Yeah, you're two pints deep in a pork pie. They're like, Bill, we need you. <laughs> you're the 100 king. Firstly, I would absolutely play for the club again. But the thing was, uh, I had a two-year visa. I could have gone back, but um, basically you play a season of grade cricket in Australia from, like, November to f- March, and then you would play in England from March to November, mm-hmm. and then you would play again in Australia. And then a lot of blokes would go back again. And, and at this point, you're four seasons in a row. Yeah. And you're just like, 
losing it with cricket. Like, it's too much cricket. Yeah. Mm, right. And the thing with cricket is once it's too much, it's way too much. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just, you start freaking out. You get the yips. You're just like, what's going on? Mm. Um, so, but I actually have not been back to England since that year. Okay. Because I went to Southeast Asia, a bit of a Kentucky situation. And then I went to America a couple of times. And then it was COVID. And then I went back to America. And now I'm here. Okay. Beautiful. But so Potentially. I'm, yeah, I've got to get over there. Yeah, I feel bad now. I haven't been in touch with the lads in quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Right, Bill, do you have anything you want to plug? you got some shows coming up, right? I do. Yes. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, yeah, I'm on tour. I'm doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival, March 29 to April 9. Same run as Freddie McManus, friend of the show. Oh, pick Fred. a side, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> got to pick a fucking side. You can see one of us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, come out and see us. And then also I'm doing a national tour all over Australia after that. All the capital cities and Newcastle and Wollongong. And all those tickets are on my Instagram, Darcy. So come on out. Get yeah. around, Bill. Get around him. And as always, please give us a five-star review on Spotify. Uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can hit us up on all social media. We love hearing from you. We sell t-shirts. You can find that from the link in our Instagram bio. Apart from that, Bill, what a pleasure having you back. Thanks, lads. Studio. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Get you back. Love it. Kontiki tour, US trip. There's oh, plenty of plenty fun of to bring stuff. Bill plenty back. Bill. Oh, that was just a little tease. <laughs> 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 right, see you next Thanks week, everyone. everyone. Catch ya. Bye.